The following is a paid commercial program, and the views expressed are those of the speaker and do not reflect the views or opinions of iHeartRadio, its staff, or management. Welcome to Issues That Matter, a weekly program featuring interesting topics and fascinating guests. Each week, Issues That Matter tackles the concerns of people across all spectrums. And now with this week's edition of Issues That Matter, here are your hosts, Edward King and Kristen Hurley. Yeah, thank you very much, Mark. We are back with our second hour, and for those that... um are in our other stations. Unfortunately, the only way they can listen to our second hour is to go on our website, and we'll keep that up to date. And, you know, in our first hour this week, we had a very interesting guest, and, you know, it was uh, Tiffany, and Tiffany is Tiffany Justice. Justice. Which is a, one heck of a name. I know I was going to bring that up in the first <laughs> hour, but um, she we only had her for about 35 minutes. She spoke really fast though. I think she was she knew she was limited on time and she was trying to get the most bang for her buck. <laughs> Full of great information. Yeah. If if I have a chance because we we probably can't sit on Tiffany's storyline the the entire hour here, but if you go on YouTube and you do a search of uh, Tiffany Justice. Moms for Liberty is uh, what we're talking about. The right, right, exactly. But if you do <laughs> Tiffany Justice and you pull up the um, <clears throat> t- two months ago when she was speaking in front of the House of Representatives, the U.S. Congress, uh, it was a very good presentation. And you can see her not only physically present what she has to say, but you can see her passions about it. And she seems like a very intelligent woman. Um, you know, and then historically, which I wanted to ask about, but you know, both her and her her partner in crime there, Tina uh, Deskovich, um, they both became board members, school board members, the same time, and they were both from 2016 to 2020. Yeah, which was before the before the COVID melee began, right? Before COVID, and they were in two different school districts. Close, but right. not not the same and one. And this is in Florida. And this is in Florida. And on the East Coast, over by Cape Cor- uh, Cadaver. Or- Cape Cadaver. <laughs> Come on now, Edward. I know, I'm having fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's kind of military area. And it's um, just near Orlando. And I think there's some event that goes on in Orlando, Florida. Isn't there like a, a Disney? That's where Disney World is. Right. In fact, so the, that's where uh, my youngest of, daughter is right now. Center of wokeism. Yes, I know. What's your daughter doing? In- yeah, she went with a friend. Oh, okay, good. And she jo- going to visit Disneyland? Disney, Disney World? Disney World, yeah. yeah. For like a thousand dollars a day. I don't want to talk about. Food. I do not want to talk about the cost. It killed me to be like, okay, here's my dollar, harder than dollars. Uh, going to the woke Disney woke land. Yep. Uh, but what can you do? Well, if you have um, summer Verizon or AT and T cell phone coverage, you're doing that every month. If you have Comcast, we should do you- a show on all the woke companies that we should all. Speaking of Target yep. and Bud Light, right? They, there's a host of those guys that could use a little reduction in Apple, revenue Apple. as a wake up call. Google, yeah, Apple, Google, yeah, all, Facebook. All I know. Even Twitter is. I know is there's not a laundry list. Um, yeah. We let's let's commit to doing a show on the on woke corporations a, and which ones. It's a great idea to ferret out. Yep. So um, I guess we're pretty much done talking about 
um, the group that we had on earlier. We are, and but I, I I came across this. We, as we mentioned last hour a few weeks ago, we had the attorney on that represented that Mama Bears group out of Georgia who mm-hmm. had won their case against the school board because the school board booted them out and disallowed them from speaking at the meetings, et cetera. You know, it's as much as the courts are a thorough disappointment these days, and it's a harrowing experience to think that, you know, you're going to actually win something. There are a few a, a few things going on in the courts. I want to cover this second okay. hour. And one of them, though, just so everyone takes note, um, there's parents in Maryland that have sued their school board for forcing kids to read pride books. Now, Edward, it's pride month. I don't know if you knew that. June. Well, I'm proud of America. Good. Good. You can fly your American flag next to your rainbow flag and your trans flag. flag. Okay. I don't have one. Yeah. Um, Anyways, so there are people, there are parents still fighting the fight out there. I, I think some people didn't quite talk about this last hour, but I think everyone's a little burned out. I feel a little burned out Mm -hmm. after the real, heady experience of the last few years, everyone's a little like tired. And I don't know that there are still teams of parents going to school board meetings and, and fighting the good fight anymore that, you know, such a thing for oh, a couple is. of years. No, uh, still I think we just see it less, but at any rate, so the parents are still taking their school boards to task in court. This is mm-hmm. in Maryland. Um, they're fighting that the school board forced kids to read these pride books. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them titled Love Violet, meant for children as young as kindergarten. The book is about girls falling in love with other girls. Another book is titled Born Ready, the true story of a boy named Penelope, uh, aimed at kindergartners, teaching children that a girl may actually be a boy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Oh, this is my favorite. I'm reading from some titles in this article. <laughs> pride Puppy. It's a book aimed at ages three to five, serves as an introduction to pride parades for the youngest readers, according Mm -hmm. to Publishers Weekly. So these are the types of things that are going on in the public schools. The Maryland district in question uh, had forced the kids to participate in reading these books, had not alerted the parents. Parents couldn't opt out. Couldn't opt out? Could not opt out. How could they not be able to? Even though, well, that's part of the lawsuit. Even though that's part of the law mm-hmm. in Maryland is that parents are supposed to be alerted when there's sexually based curriculum that comes up and they are supposed to be able to opt out. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, they weren't. They weren't alerted to what was going on. So anyways, uh, go Maryland parents. And if, you know, coming soon to a school district near you mm-hmm. anyways so the other thing days. that uh, our previous hour guest brought up was um how what got her to sit in front of the congress was a phone call she had received from one of the moms one of the moms and not just happening once that after this mom spoke before a school board the fbi called and why is the FBI calling? And some of the questions the FBI asked when they got this mother on the line, do you have guns in your house? Um, none of your darn business, none Mr. Your business. FBI man. Second, do you have mental health issues? None of your dang business. And then, you know, a series of other questions about, you know, do you have bombs in your house? Are you planning on attacking them physically? the heck and yeah and and then of course at the end the fbi agent 
and this is in this phone call, said, and we want you to not tell anybody we called. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Which Let's immediately tells me I need to tell everybody. <laughs> um, but, you know, I wanted to bring this up because it's not just that phone call, because there has been other multiple evidences of FBI agents in tandem, groups, couples, coming to these homes of regular people who have spoken before the school board. And so there's, and then obviously there is evidence of the Department of Justice considering parents to be domestic terrorists, instructing the FBI to go out and to investigate and consider them to be domestic terrorists. Joe Biden, who the stumbling guy that keeps falling on the ground, he is out saying that the Domestic terrorists are wor- in the America are more of a threat to democracy, as they call democracy, which is not democracy, than the Islamic terrorists that knocked down and killed 3,000 people in New York City back in 9-11. And, you know, what's amazing is if you actually start following this story about what's going on, when they're having whistleblowers who are agents inside the FBI, who are coming out and saying what we see that's going on needs to be brought out, needs to be publicized. And then these FBI agents who are very much bringing the truth out, what goes on is the FBI power struggle. They attack the agent who's bringing the truth out. But we saw the same thing with the VA. So uh, this past week, I saw the person who was the um, <clears throat> counsel to the previous president on VA issues in the White House. Okay. And, you know, there's been a great push in that administration to clean up VA hospitals and uh, make available medical treatments for both mental and physical issues for our veterans. You're saying in the Trump administration, this was a big yes. priority for him. Yeah. <laughs> Well, right, exactly. But the point of it is, is these people that are doing whistleblowing, whether it's the FBI agents, whether or it's the people in the, in the IRS and so on and so forth, they're not attacking the corruption. They're attacking the truth seekers. Do you find that surprising? Not in the upside down world that we're living in. Right. Edward, well, this this is an excellent segue into something I really did want to cover. This is Perfect. a court case, speaking of court cases, uh-huh. that actually has traction that's been going on. It's about a, about a year now. This is Missouri v. Biden. And it's not just the state of Missouri. I believe it's Louisiana. There may be one or two other states involved in this suit um, having to do with censorship and the tracking down of American citizens, um, White House directed DOJ directed, CDC directed, um, in all their collaboration with the social media companies. Okay. Um, so this dates back to, I mean, the probably, COVID crisis. Yes, but probably long before. But specifically, mm-hmm. this suit is talking about the censorship of Americans under the guise of misinformation and Russian disinformation, which okay. is what the government claims that they were doing. It's protecting Americans from rogue international misinformation agents when 
in reality, it's something like 99% of the accounts that were censored on both Twitter and Facebook and whatnot, Mm -hmm. um, all the censoring was done against um, actual Americans domestically. Mm -hmm, It wasn't international. The, The Russians are coming. So I just encourage everyone to go and and read about this um undercoverdc.com Tracy Beans is a, a, an author that has been following this story she writes extensively on it super interesting um the now we've all seen with disappointment about you know the Kerry Lake election integrity cases that have popped up and been dismissed um this suit has traction and the government which is the 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 defendants have played every trick in the book but the judge is not having it and it has been working its way for the last year i think essentially what they're after is an injunction or, or relief right so that the government has to stop collaborating with the social media company uh companies to mm-hmm. censor um american americans and their first amendment rights to say whatever the heck they want um, it's just, it's it's so interesting. Fauci has been deposed. Jen Psaki was deposed. Early yep. on, there were a number of yeah. um, people that were called in. But and what I, uh, I want to point out one thing, and then yep. you can have your say about this. And this is, this is interesting. So CISA, C-I-S-A, um, which is the, oh, I had it here. It's an acronym. Um, government agency, right? They, um, <laughs> They say that, hold on, I have it right here. I'm super sorry, I lost my place. Um, the director, Jen Easterly of CISA, said the following, this is a direct quote. It is, quote, really, really dangerous if people get to pick their own facts. And they were sort of, the CISA was acting as a coordination point for all the agencies. Um, and I, in in order to communicate and collaborate with the social media companies, Mm -hmm. Um, the CDC and DOJ, FBI. um, They're really at the heart of it. Anyways, I just, sorry, here it is. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, the operational component of the Department of Homeland Security. And this is from an article by Tracy Beans. They have designated your thoughts as part of the government's infrastructure. They call it cognitive infrastructure. And they are arguing in this suit that they can regulate what you think as they consider it under their purview. So this is the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency believes that your thoughts are government property. Therefore, it's under their jurisdiction to decide what you can and cannot think, apparently, um, and then most certainly say. Well, I think where they went to school prior to coming up with these great ideas is is they studied this book called 1984. George <laughs> that Orwell. was required reading it back when required. people could actually read. Because in essence, controlling thoughts is the way that they are literally, along with controlling the language and the definitions being used. So what's interesting is Homeland Security, where did it come from? It came out of the 9-11. Right. And the 9-11 under Bush is where we lost America, in my opinion. The The Patriot Act. The Patriot Act is as far away from the Patriot of America. You know, the George Washington, the 
Thomas Jefferson, the Martin Luther Kings of the world. It is going further and further as we speak day in, day out. And I think the only interruption that occurred was the four years of the Trump administration. But I wouldn't even go as far as saying that that interrupted it. Actually, I think it accelerated it. Because as as we see the attack, the nonstop attack, even years after he's not president anymore, um, the the liberties that we are losing and have lost, even to the point where they're going to try to get rid of AM radio. Fortunately, temporarily, that's been stopped. Uh, it's back in Ford trucks. I'm but, very excited about that. Yeah, well, not the one with the ra- rainbow colors that <laughs> <laughs> that's coming out for. You know, pride FM only. You know, and what's, you know, and I just want to say one thing. I don't have a problem with uh, gay and lesbian individuals. That goes without saying. You know, they they have a right to do what they, whatever their choices is and their feelings about life. And, you know, I think it would be ridiculous for any of us to, you know, take a strong stance against that. Now, I know there's people with religious beliefs that say, you know, it goes counter the Bible and all of that. Well, that's, I believe, it's not for us to judge. I mean, you know, I'm not the the big man sitting on the throne up there wherever heaven is. And it's definitely not in California, by the way. I thought I'd just (laughs) mention that really quickly. But, um, you know, where we're going with this AI, we're going to have a future show on AI and what's going on with chat, chat GPT. And um, I've talked about it in some of my other radio shows, but I have to agree with you in in regards to where things are going, and we're not winning in the in the courts. And even as it's been passed up, like look at the Kerry Lake situation, all the way up to the Supreme Court, we're not winning. America is not winning. America is losing. And you know, we still have two more years of Biden, and then we'll have another corrupt election, and the Democrats will surprisingly win. And they will surprisingly well look at the last election. Uh, I'm in complete agreement, they, Edward. I I don't see a path to victory for you, for DeSantis or Trump or whoever it is. Yeah, no, we, no. I, it, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but, but it, I think it's just the way it's going to be because you know in the last election they should have picked up the the right. And I'm a Democrat, but I'm I'm opposed to communism and. The right should have picked up five Senate seats, picked up nothing. And they should have swept in the House. And now they're down to four seats. Yeah, right. I saw that. You know, and and how that's being, you know, whittled away. And then I'm, to my surprise, Biden is still, you know, standing up. One more fall. I'm, and I, I'm, I don't want to pick on him because he really is old. I mean, you know, he really should be in a home being taken care of it's with nothing dementia. Short of elder abuse. And yeah, basically. And, you know, to puppet him to the American public. And, you know, he, he didn't give any public representation during his first election. And now the D.C. is saying that they're not going to have any debates there at all. There will be no primary debates. Yeah. Exactly. They're going to keep him hidden away. Well, and, and okay, the, this is why I'm like, had a oh, movie a golden about, light. They, a had gold- a, they had a movie about this. It was called Weekend at Bernie's. 
So if you don't know what the movie Weekend at Bernie's was, you you need to check it out. I thought you were talking about the movie the that Biden. was about Bill, Bill Clinton. It was Emma Thompson and somebody else or other about the uh, no? This is about the how they're womanizing so- president. No, no, Biden is after children, but not after women. I guess he sniffs women too. But you know, not being Only derogatory about age. the president of the United States, the Weekend at Bernie's is a good example of having a body that you know, goes through the actions, but it's just strings and sticks that, um, you know, have him walk out on stage and, and then go back for his ice cream and then nap. So anyway, I know we, we want to get on to other things. Well, no, so, we're fine. And I think just to close up about okay. this court case, it's like we're grasping at anything that, that gives us a little bit of hope, right? Just yeah. a glimmer of it's not all totally lost. And so that's why I keep coming back to follow this suit. It's been uh, over a year now. And it's the judge is not having any of the BS from the government, wow. right? The government has responded. Uh, they've been back and forth. Um, 1,200 page monstrosity mm-hmm. arguing they did it all. Uh, but because of foreign actors and the safety of the American people, um, that lest the American people be exposed to harmful misinformation. That's why the government did it, because they wanted to protect us from ourselves. Um, Anyways, but the judge, it it just continues to beat them down. Where this ends, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So what? Fine. If a judge decides, okay, fine, we uh, will disallow the government from instructing social media companies to censor certain accounts and delete accounts and not allow certain keywords. You know, is anybody really going to go along with that? I don't know. We have a rogue, lawless society. No one's held accountable. Whether, you know, whether a judge says you can or can't do something anymore, I'm not sure that actually matters. No, that's But matter. it's, it's it, for what it's worth, Missouri v. Biden, yeah. uh, saner hand, heads are prevailing, and that is at least just a little shot in the arm. Okay. And then this- <laughs> For your happy news on happy your Saturday. News and, and Jen Easterly- <laughs> Is the head of this of CISA, CISA that you're talking about, and she originally was a uh, a cyber black hack at one point, um, which really doesn't tell us a lot about her, and um, I don't think that she's working for the good of America because I don't think anything that. Homeland Security says is for the good of America. No, it's when <laughs> when. Bush announced the new Department of Homeland Security. My mm-hmm. husband was like, wow, boy, does that not reek of just something sinister. It just yeah. the fe- the way they named it. Anyways, well, said, I'm, I'm going to throw this out because I've looked this up, but I can't find the original. I saw a movie back in the 70s, early 80s, probably in the 80s. Yeah. And the movie was... Uh, dystopia type movie mm-hmm. about you know where the world is going and the government group that was controlling people was called the Department of Homeland Security and this was 20 some years in advance of the reality of what we're experiencing now but well w- just like they plan the pandemics yeah and then it happens right 
Life follows Hollywood. Is that what you're saying? All right, we got to take our break. Okay, so we're going to take a quick (laughs) break for our sponsors. You're listening to Business Sense Radio. Today we're on Issues That Matter with Edward King and Kristen Hurley, and we will be right back. Freedom Fest 2023 is coming to the home of the blues and birthplace of rock and roll, Memphis, Tennessee, July 12th through 15th. The ultimate summit for liberty and financial freedom hosted by Fox Business, Lisa Kennedy. Attend our global financial summit, four days of investment advice, dozens of financial experts. Use promo code BIZ50 and save 50 bucks off. That's B-I-Z-5-0. Reserve your spot at freedomfest.com. See you in Memphis. All right, we're back. We're thanking you for continuing to listen. I know we're kind of just kind of jamming along here today because there are, you know, many, many subjects that we'd like to talk about, but some of them require too much time for us to carry in an hour. And then we'd end up missing a lot of very important things that we want to bring up. So what do you want to talk about now, Kristen? Okay, well, speaking of scamdemics, the World Health Organization, guess what? Guess who has joined the executive board of the World Health Organization? None other than the esteemed country of North Korea. Oh, well, good. It's about time that they participate. (laughs) Despite its history of using food as a weapon against its people. Yeah, right. uh, Swaths of people in North Korea suffer from stunting as a result of widespread malnutrition in the country. I'm reading from an article from the National Pulse about this Mm -hmm. despite all the facts the world health organization which is so interested in everyone's health and well-being clearly yeah um they have appointed north korea to sit on its executive board so if you thought yeah you know that oh that well those are really the people in the know sitting on the world health organization they really have our best interests at heart i i just don't there's no words but but well, we need it's to continue no different to watch than the, than the UN. Well, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're they're all one and the same. But we have to keep an eye on this World Health Organization pandemic treaty thing. Mm-hmm. I keep coming back to that. There's in fact there were um there was a meeting in I believe it was Geneva. Let's see here. Um just this week or last week, the 76th, 76th World Health Assembly. Uh, held, I guess it was like last week, Geneva, Switzerland, um, where the U.S. Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra, that's Mm -hmm. how you, Javier Becerra, no, Xavier, Mm -hmm. it's an X, I don't Mm -hmm. know, Becerra, he came out of California, thank you, Gavin Newsom, noted the White House's proposed budget for 2024 includes another $1.6 billion for global health actions. Additionally, he announced a new commitment of $250 million American taxpayer dollars mm-hmm. to go towards the global scandemic fund on top of, you know, hundreds of millions already committed. They're, well, they're cost, headed. It costs a lot of money to create these pandemics. Okay. You know that. <laughs> it, right. And the next, okay, we need to be placing bets on what the next pandemic is going to be called. What's the next COVID-19? Uh, Do you have well, any bets what they're going to call it? Um well, I know it's going to come out about six months before the next election. Could be. Could be. 2025 is what I heard. No, it's going to happen before the 2024 election because what they're going to do is use it to shut down the election. Well, if we're, 
if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's what they did last time. But listen to this. Okay, so okay, so twenty twenty five. Well, well, I read that somewhere else, but this is out of the New York Post. Um, this is recent, and okay. of course, the next pandemic, quote, even deadlier than COVID, is coming. Warns the World Health Organization, quote. Mm-hmm. The threat of another variant emerging that causes new surges of disease and death remains. And the threat of another pathogen emerging with even deadlier potential remains. So they're they're threatening. Okay, but listen to this. So the World Health Organization identified priority contagious diseases that are likely to cause the next pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, these diseases include Ebola, Marburg, mm-hmm. Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, which is MERS, um, COVID-19. Zika, and then perhaps the most terrifying, listen to this, something called disease X. Disease X, what's that you might ask? Disease X is the World Health Organization code for disease caused by a germ that hasn't even been discovered yet. Or created. Or created, yeah, translated. Um, Mm -hmm. Fauci hasn't quite released the findings from all the research in his labs. Uh, It's not an exaggeration to say Quote, that there is potential of a disease X event Mm -hmm. just around the corner. They're telling us it's going to happen just like the Department of Homeland Security in the movies in the 80s. Edward? Well, I agree with that. I think that in regards to, you know, Bill Gates let out of the bag prior to COVID-19 that we were going to have a pandemic that was just months away. And And it really was. And it really was because that was their time frame. And, you know, if you watch what's going on in politics today, the the corruption is so bold that they're absolutely willing to make it public and and feel no qualms about it. When you when you look at what's going on in D.C., what's going on in your state of California and Sacramento and Los Angeles and everything else, it's it's definitely a situation that they're very proud of what they've accomplished. Well, and we have two more years of Biden, if he can stay on his feet. I argue he could be bedridden and they're still going to pick up his hand and sign the papers for him. Yeah, uh, He's dying to sign up the United States with this pandemic treaty, the World Health Organization, mm-hmm. the new amendments to this treaty that will absolutely supersede U.S. Constitution and mm-hmm. all of our Bill of Rights, yeah. and here come the U.N. troops storming down the streets because of safety. We're hosed in that case. I don't know how we walk back from that because Biden signs on to this thing, and then they, you know, hit go on disease X yeah. before the election, and there you go. And not to just fear monger and freak out, but the writing is on the wall. And like you just said, they're they're telling us what they're going to be doing. And I think this has to just stay at the forefront of everyone's mind. And I can Congress do something about this? I don't know. So they can pull the fun, they can pull the money. Yeah, the House. Now earlier you were referring to a news source, and I just wanted to um, repeat it so that everybody could go and look at it themselves. And the website is called Undercover DC. So U N C O V E R D C dot com. Uncover uncoverdc.com. What did I say? I might have you said, said un- undercover. Undercover DC. So, oh, uncoverdc.com. There's my 50-year-old brain. And so it's a very good uh, website that has a, a very balanced representation of journalists that is really kind of 
just spilling the guts of, you know, the, the garbage that's going on in D.C. Another really good website that I recommend is called ground.news, G-R-O-U-N-D dot N-E-W-S. It's a little more of a world perspective. Um, so it's not just limiting to some of the subjects that we've been talking about to, today. Another very good website that I would suggest is called justthenews.com. Yeah, J- those guys are good. J-U-S-T-T-H-E-N-E-W-S.com, justthenews.com. And the reason why I'm bringing all of these things up is the only way that you're ever going to cleanse your brain of the CNNs or even you know the direction of where Fox is going right now is to get a broader perspective of what the stories are and what's behind the stories and even more so what stories are not being told in the mainstream media because in essence you know what activities that we're seeing uh and what like the cnn's of the world msnbc even the foxes nbc abc cnn so forth those are all distractions and what's what's more concerning is what's going on that we're not hearing about now you brought up a very good story about the World Health Organization, but you're not going to find that in standard news. Um, what, Certainly not. What we've seen only recently, which is about whistleblowers, uh, that's been going on for a while. You know, the one I mentioned about the VA, the VA was during the Obama era, and yet it's th- that type of news is buried very quickly. And then, in essence, there's nothing to see here is what we hear most of the time about what's very critical to our our country. And, you know, we've talked today about education, and, and certainly that's, that's important. <clears throat> but I don't know where our future stands. And I, I know you don't like me to take that position here on when you're here because you've got young kids that have <laughs> hopefully have a future. You might make me cry. I might ever. make you cry, and I don't, I don't <laughs> want to do that. No, I, there. The, we talked about this first hour. Civics is not taught in American classrooms. Yeah. You know, the grooming of children is taught mm-hmm. in America's classrooms. Kids couldn't eat. I love, I love the man on the street videos, right? Where someone goes out with a camera and a mic and they start asking random people either on college campuses or on the streets of New York City or whatever. Right. Uh, who's the president of the United States? Right. Basic, basic questions. Um, you know, where, okay, this is one of my favorites. Where does the queen of England live? And these college kids had no idea. I saw that at UCLA. What? They're, they're the, interv- back, interviewing students at UCLA is supposed to be a good school. Right. So, okay. So I have a question for you. Maybe you'd know this answer. I'm, I'm where does the queen do. of England live? No, I can answer that. No, I'm going to give you a really tough one. Who did we fight the war of independence against? <laughs> And and the college students, none of them knew the answer to that. They also didn't know what country is connected to America. Oh, geographically. Right. And and they also, so they asked another question, what is the body of water that is east of the United States? They didn't know that one either. These poor kids. They didn't know that it was the Atlantic Ocean. I mean... You know, continue on, continue on. They can tell you what Kim Kardashian's been wearing in the last week or so, and that's about it. Yeah. I I know. 
I know if ever there was um, a disheartening thought, it's that. And I don't mean to be funny about the, these poor college kids that can't answer it. Where does the Queen of England live? Uh, but it's the, mm-hmm. <laughs> how very little. So we're working our tails off, you and me, and yeah. all of our our like minded people here. Yeah to salvage a nation for our, our kids, mm-hmm. but what they're going to be able to do with it uh, when they get it. Because I think, you know, I, I'd like to think that we will make progress and succeed. We're not going to beat down evil entirely. Um, but what what they're going to be able to do with it, I just don't know. Um, well, not based on what they're being taught. I mean, if they have no knowledge of the history of the United States or America— or the founding fathers, and they have a corrupt mindset of what the truth is because they've been believing every teacher that's been telling them garbage. And I'll just share one story. So I had hired a, um, a millennial. Actually, I, she was kind of at the cusp between that and Gen Z. So she was probably 25. So I don't know where that falls okay. into the spectrum. Your first mistake? I'm kidding. No, I, I, don't I mean went through these... I went through five of them oh, no. of these guys. Yeah, oh, and um, so I had her for about a couple of weeks, and one of the because she was marketing, and one of her jobs was to go through our radio programs and you know do some recaps of these, and this was before the Kristen Hurley days. And one day, you know, and I just saw a change of her demeanor. And so I sat her down and, you know, I'm trying to figure out, you know, what's wrong with you? You're, you're just, you've disconnected. You haven't even been here two weeks. And, and then she said to me, why do you lie? And, and it just, I, I was just like kind of shocked. But afterwards I recognized that what had occurred was she had heard the truth on the radio shows And, you know, in this upside down world that we live in, it was contrary to what she had just, she had just graduated from college, Mm -hmm. contrary to everything that she had been taught about Martin Luther King and about, you know, the many, many other subjects. I don't want to pick on my own Democrat party about, because, you know, we are the founders of the KKK, you know, the Democrat party. We're very proud of that. We're also the... Democrat Party is um, well. We the could say founders of the welfare state, right? Right, and you know, our President Johnson said that he was going to have all of these black people in the palm of his hand mm. with the passing of that one particular welfare yep. bill that you know destroyed black families yep. because prior to the direction of welfare which part of welfare was the husband had to be kicked out of the home and that the mother had to live separately and be divorced. And and the more kids and the more kids, tow, the more welfare. The, yeah, the better you do. Right. <clears throat> and then, of course, we don't educate those poor kids in the inner city schools and in the... And so forth. Yeah, I'm... I'm I read a really interesting... Okay. Well, let me let me get, keep working on here. We'll see if we can uh, do anything about it. But no, I read this really interesting. I want to say it was a Substack article um, about this 
similar to what you're talking about, a young, idealistic college graduate. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to help the poor people. Mm-hmm. Um, very altruistic. Gets out of college and signs up to join Teach for America, whatever oh, okay. program that is. All right. To go teach in the inner city schools. Mm-hmm. Right. And Full of stars. Pays their school to, tuitions. Uh, oh, it may. It yeah, may. It I don't know. Yeah, you commit to a couple years, yes. that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get hired by the, the – so this particular guy got hired in, like, Baltimore, just in the inner, inner dregs of Baltimore. Yeah. And I don't have it in front of me. I couldn't even tell you what this person's name is, but the article was so interesting. Watching his – uh, his change from, and he was like, I was the worst teacher ever. This was awful. There were fights in his classroom multiple times a day. He's mm-hmm. completely out of control. I believe he was at, like the elementary school level even. So these kids weren't even, not like high school or whatever. Yeah. Um, completely out. So here comes the stars in his eyes, rich white kid from wherever he came from, college educated. Mm-hmm. Thinks he's going to make a change for the better, whatever, gets into these inner city schools um, and just is absolutely astounded at what he finds, um, spends years really discovering and going through this whole transition in his mind and perspective of the real systemic issues with um, the poor communities and the inner city schools and the public education, mm-hmm. completely contrary to absolutely everything, all the garbage, of course, no surprise that he'd been fed in college about the Democrat uh, policies and all of the do-gooder, anti, oh, we're not racist, yeah. and all these uh, pledges coming out of the liberal mindset and how absolutely uh a bunch of garbage it all was mm-hmm. when he was looking at smack in the face about what these policies had done to these um, young children and their families mm-hmm. in these inner cities. It was really poignant, and I could, one could argue that all college graduates here in America should go and have to either. I always thought pick uh, pick berries in the fields, right? Go harvest lettuce for two years, get conscripted. Never mind into the military. Get conscripted into actual hard labor. Where does our food come from? Go work in a dairy for two years. That kind of a thing. Slash, go work in inner city schools and go look government and government programs in the face um, and come out of that with an actual education. How's that for school choice? Well, I think that would be very beneficial um, but, you know, you were talking about places like Baltimore and, you know, it's decade after decade of failed promises, you know, unlike. And a the, lot of stolen money, Edward. How many billions of dollars? Right. But, you know, there is one thing to say about um, complaining about the uh, the electorate, that they are too stupid to vote, which Obama had, you know, talked about. Because when you think about this most recent election with Fetterman, you know, a, a brain dead or, you know, a very damaged individual elected as Senate. And then the House representative there in Pennsylvania that was dead. That was dead. Right. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we can go all the way back to the 90s where they, we had Marion Barry, who was the mayor of Washington, D.C. Okay. I remember he, that name. Okay. So he was arrested and spent time in jail for crack cocaine possession. And, and, you know, it was a big deal. 
Rules for thee and not for me. So he was he was at that time serving his third term, and there had been so much going on. Well, after he got out of jail, he was reelected as mayor, and, and continued to be the same declining drug dealer, drug addict mess. Um, and in Baltimore, what's interesting about the city of Baltimore, since you brought it up, mm. the last three mayors have all been arrested and done jail time for government corruption, and then they just keep reelecting that. Re-elected. Then, if you want to continue that, let's talk about the city of Chicago. I mean, they just got rid of the worst mayor of ever. Okay, wait, who but went she to got work hired by like Harvard. Harvard. <laughs> yeah, so that she can share that with the next generation. <laughs> but the mayor that they elected is even more yeah, left exactly. off off the rails yeah. than than okay. Lightfoot. I mean, well, it, it, he was they, not elected. They, How, I, there are sane people in Chicago that, that have not elected this person, Edward. And in these blue states and blue cities and uber blue purple cities, I just, you can't tell me that normal Americans are electing these people. I do not think that John Fetterman was chosen by the people of Pennsylvania in an honest and fair way. Well, I think, I honestly, I think that he was. I mean, I don't disagree with you that our elections are completely fabricated. I mean, let's just get real about that. But the level of thought process, I would call them stupid, but I'm I'm going to go with the more nicer word. They voted for him because he wore, you know, hoodies and shorts. And they they saw themselves in him because it this wasn't his first election. I mean, he had been reelected as mayor of that tiny little enclave yeah, something. multiple times, and yet that city collapsed economically under his tutelage. And um, so, you know, I think it's the people that are stupid. And, and in essence, maybe we should give uh, change the voting rules, 25, property owner, pass an IQ test, have an education. Wait, what's next? Be male? Uh, no, no, no. I'm not at all. Well, just the yeah, the property owner thing. That was a. That was a. What, that yes. was what America was founded on. That's yes. the only reason why I said that. Yes. Now I do want to alert people before we run out of time. Did we do two commercial breaks? There you go. Public education. We can't even count to two. Well, we can count to two, but we're so excited about the news. So I do want to alert people because you had brought up cybersecurity earlier. So if you'll notice on many, many, many websites that you go on, there's going to be a advertising uh, company that is selling products and it's spelled T-E-M-U and it's called a one-stop shop. And it is a alternative to Amazon, T-E-M-U. And their prices are super, super cheap because they are all copies of American or or world products. So they are selling it. And the way you buy it is you have to get their app. So the T-E-M-U app is actually... um, So you're saying this is an alternative to Amazon for buying just your everyday products that people go to Amazon for to buy? This is a... No, it doesn't. You don't go to buy it. It's a regular website. 
it's it's like Amazon. It's not a replace. You know, it's an alternative to oh, Amazon. Okay. Right. And you use their app, T E M U. But the problem is, it's CCP, Chinese government oh. owned, and it's stealing all of your information through your app. So you're saying don't use it. Definitely. Oh, don't use it. I this must is, have missed what you said. Yeah, like, I, was, I thought you were like, well, this is the anti woke corporate alternative to right. shopping at Amazon. No, this is this is just one step worse. Um, I just wanted to, from a cybersecurity issue, I just wanted to share that you'll find it on, you know, many, many different news websites. And they they have a panel of their goods and services that they're selling. And when you click on it and you go, wow, these prices are great. The point that I wanted to say is that you have to buy it all through their app and the app steals every bit of information off of your Android phone or your, well, it doesn't work on iPhones because, you know, Apple products are super What do you awesome. think about this whole ban TikTok thing? Now, this has been passed in, what, Montana, I want to say. One or two states yeah. ended up writing a piece of legislation and passing it to ban TikTok. Mm -hmm. Whatever that means, mm -hmm. however they do that, what that you, if you're a citizen of that state, TikTok doesn't work on your phone, or I I don't know yes. the mechanics of it. Mm -hmm. uh, but what do you think about that nationwide? Is that just an extension of the this CISA, right? Don't let Americans pick their own facts kind of a mentality, protecting them from their own misinformation for their own safety, or do you think that you know that sentiment of don't let the Chinese come in and data gather on all of our millions of young things using TikTok. Mm -hmm. Where do you land on that? Well, I think that's a really good question. I know that in regards to when I see the government say, don't do this, it makes me really question because if they're saying the Chinese government is using it against the American public, um, they didn't seem to have a problem with that balloon that traveled from China <laughs> through Alaska, Canada. Oh, no, they, they and, shepherded that thing and, across and the And they United waited States. until it completed its mission, and then they waited to drop it in an area where we couldn't recover it without it being destroyed. And then, whoops, it came out that that was only one of many such right. balloons that had crisscrossed the United States last, and other countries. Uh, and other other countries. Uh, years, yeah. yes. So, uh, in regards to things that TikTok was able to do, I know that they shut it down for all government, you know, products or sure, government, government, you know, phones computers and phones mm -hmm. and things like that. And I think that was a little too little too late. But, you know, at the same time, Hillary Clinton had all of her security information and emails on a private little could have been a laptop in sitting in her, mm -hmm. yeah, a little computer that literally the NSA had access to, the the Russians, the Chinese, the North Koreans, everybody but the American public had, mm. had the ability the to see it. No, we can't. All the good no. Stuff. Not so, even, oh, wait, Hunter Biden's laptop pictures are out, though. Yeah, I have no have interest in looking at that stuff. I mean, we've seen some, you know, even for years about his stuff when the Washington Post brought it out before the election. Sure. But I'm more interested in, you know, the corruption that's going on inside our government uh, in regards to things like TikTok. There, there are so many ways that 
we are being tracked, our information is being stolen, uh, we are being manipulated, whether it's uh, YouTube manipulating us, Google manipulating us, Facebook manipulating us. <clears throat> you know, I don't, I don't know how we can stop and pick on one. So we're going to go ahead and take one more quick break for our sponsors. You're listening to Business Sense Radio, and we'll be right back. Freedom Fest 2023 is coming to the home of the blues and birthplace of rock and roll, Memphis, Tennessee, July 12th through 15th. The ultimate summit for liberty and financial freedom hosted by Fox Business' Lisa Kennedy. Attend our global financial summit. Four days of investment advice, dozens of financial experts. Use promo code BIZ50 and save 50 bucks off. That's B-I-Z-5-0. Reserve your spot at freedomfest.com. See you in Memphis. Business owners, do you want to build a successful business? Invest in your most valuable asset, your staff. Alliance Career Training Solutions solve your staff training needs. Employees need to be successful for you to be successful. At Alliance Career Training, we provide professional, hands-on training classes, including Excel, Word, Business Writing, Outlook, and Sexual Harassment as required by law. Ask about our custom classes for your team. Call 755-8200 or visit us at AllianceTrains.com. And I just, we're back after listening to the Jeopardy music, right? <laughs> Isn't that? That's uh, what goes through your head during the breaks, uh, not me, Edward. I just true. have one thing to finish off our okay, little hour our here. Little and this is a guy that I would love to have on our show and interview him, uh, Matthias Des- Desmet. I don't know how to pronounce that, Desmet. Uh, wrote a book called The Psychology of Totalitarianism. Mm-hmm. Here's a couple of little quotes just to leave everybody, because I think about this a lot. The world is in the grips of mass formation, a dangerous collective type of hypnosis. As we bear witness to loneliness, free-floating anxiety, and fear, which gives way to censorship, loss of privacy, and surrendering freedoms. Totalitarianism is not a coincidence and does not form in a vacuum. It arises from a collective psychosis, that has followed a predictable script throughout history. Mm. And I just think the more I see of what's going on, I and we've talked about this before, it's humans being humans and we're a messy bunch. Yeah. Um, but I, I really feel like it's a collective mental illness we're going through. And that's why none of this makes one bit of sense whatsoever. And it's a uh, collective psychosis. In our upside down world today. And, and it's not a stretch to share it that way. Well, thank you very much, Kristen. And I wanted to thank Tiffany Justice for our first yes, hour. Yes, we'll have and her back on. For those that missed it, check our website. You can listen to our first hour show. We will have her back on in a short time. All right. And thank you very much, Edward. And of course, Kristen, you've been listening to Issues That Matter. And you can contact Edward and Kristen through the website bcrradio.com. There's also an archive of all the shows there as well. So be sure to join us again next week at this same time on this station for another edition of Issues That Matter with Edward King and Kristen Hurley. preceding was a paid commercial program and the views expressed are those of the speaker and do not reflect the views or opinions of iHeartRadio, its staff or management.